So why is it, given that everybody believes that we're entering a period of high inflation, does the RBA not believe that? And I thought I'd talk about this, uh, uh, this magical thing uh, called the supply chain and how it's affecting inflation. Four times a year, the Reserve Bank of Australia provides a detailed estimate of uh, Australia's position in the world economy uh, and uh, how our major economies, our major trade department, trading partners affect us and our prospects. And it also provides a detailed analysis of uh, uh, the structure of growth and inflation in the Australian economy. That's called the Quarterly Statement of Monetary Policy. Most recently was uh, released on Thursday uh, last week. So what I want to do is compare the outlook um, between what that what their outlook is as released in that uh, statement relative to uh, the outlook I looked I talked about a couple of weeks before, and compare the two, and then look at uh, the RBA's view on inflation and why. Uh, the RBA uh, beyond inflation behaves the way it does. Uh, so two weeks ago, I did a, um, a piece in which I talked about the rapid recovery from the shutdown in uh, New South Wales and Victoria. And in that, I said that I thought that the uh, Australian economy in year-on-year terms would uh, uh, grow by 3.5% uh, this year. Uh, the RBA, looking at the same period, uh, thinks that uh, the Australian economy will grow by 3%. Um, the, the fact that uh, my growth rate is slightly uh, touched faster this year uh, means that it's a touch lower next year. So I've got uh, um, uh, an Australian growth rate of 4.7% year on year, whereas the uh, RBA thinks that the growth rate will be 5.5% year-on-year to the final quarter of next year. Now, so if you add uh, the, my two years of growth estimates together, 35 uh, and 4.7 adds up to 8.2% growth. And if you add there 3% um, uh, and 5.5%, uh, their total growth over the two years is 8.5% growth. So, in fact, there's only 0.3 of 1% difference. Uh, in the two-year growth estimates, except mine's a little bit more front-end loaded uh, because I think uh, uh, New South Wales and Victoria in this quarter will uh, uh, recover as aggressively uh, as, they, as they can in the circumstances. Out in uh, 20, uh, 2023, uh, they think the growth uh, uh, is around about 3%. Uh, I think it's slightly higher, about 3.5%. And that's the reason I think that is because I think very high terms of trade, very high commodity prices generate a lot of investment in the Australian economy. So we have a continued expansion for slightly longer. But pretty much there's very little difference between the RBA view on growth and my outlook on growth. Um, one of the interesting results of their, look, their outlook on growth is that unemployment continues to fall uh, uh, from four and three quarter percent this quarter to four and a quarter percent uh, in a year's time and 4% uh, at the end of 2023. I think at that kind of growth rates, uh, you'll see by 2023, you'll see unemployment with a three in front of it rather than a four in front of it. 
So I think there'll be even more demand for labour, uh, and that means that uh, wages growth will be even a touch stronger uh, than the RBA thinks. What the RBA is attempting to do, uh, what, they, what uh, Mr Philip Lowe um, uh, has said that he's attempting to do a couple of times, is he's attempting to get unemployment low enough uh, that you get uh, rapid growth in wages and that wages grow 1% higher than inflation, and that means that real wages will be growing uh, rapidly in Australia for the first time since the since the first decade of this of this century, first decade of the century between 2000 and 2010, we had quite significant real wages growth in Australia. Very, and then that tailed away in the second decade. What they intended to do, the RBA intended to do, is to kick, uh, is to kick that off again. But what's particularly interesting and worth commenting on uh, is uh, the outlook for inflation, uh, because. Uh, Pretty much every uh, finance writer uh, that I, uh, I uh, pick up and read is talking about uh, the problems of inflation, but the RBA uh, has the view that inflation has already peaked and is, and is beginning to decline. Uh, their view on headline CPI is that it actually peaked behind us 3.8% uh, in June, be 3.25% in December, 2.25% uh, in uh, uh, December 22 and flatten out at 2.5% in December 23. Uh, their view is that uh, core inflation is flat right through the time. Anyway, it's 2.25% now, 2.25% next year, and gets all the way up to 2.5% uh, by, the, by the end of 23. And given that uh, their target range is between uh, 2 and 3%, uh, that means they're only hitting the core inflation target, gee, the end of next year, maybe, and maybe the year after that. So why is it, given that everybody believes that we're entering a period of high inflation, uh, does the RBA not believe that? And I thought I'd talk about this, uh, uh, this magical thing uh, called the supply chain and how it's affecting inflation. Um, and, uh, and, to, and to do that, uh, just a little bit of economic history uh, but what's been happening in the US economy and the Australian economy since the beginning of this century. Back in the beginning of the century, uh, we decided uh, both in the US and Australia that we're going to outsource our manufacturing uh, to China. Uh, we did that by allowing China to enter the World Trade Organization. And But major concern back then uh, was, as, uh, as it appears uh, is remembered now, uh, was high inflation. And the idea was that uh, if we could outsource a lot of our manufacturing goods for uh, uh, to low, what was then a lower wage country, China, uh, we could uh, uh, produce a lot of manufactured uh, uh, products at a very cheap price. And that way, if uh, the price of that of those manufactured products in China were increasing at a slower rate than our general inflation was, uh, then we could go through a period where we were that China was exporting deflation to the US and Australia. We were importing deflation and therefore uh, inflation was falling. Uh, the US uh, developed a lot of problems as well as uh, importing deflation from China. Uh, in the first decade of uh, this century, ten, uh, six million, six million uh, American industrial workers lost their jobs and never ever got them back. 
and that generated a decline in the number of industrial workers in the US from 18 million uh, to about 11 million, uh, 12 million, and that generated uh, uh, a continuing social crisis in the US uh, heartlands, which continues to this day and continues to generate political unrest to this day. In Australia, uh, employment growth was inherently much stronger, a um, whole bunch of reason for that, uh, but um, uh, higher construction levels in Australia is basically where we took up all those extra people coming out of the industrial sector uh, in Australia. So we didn't have that problem. And uh, 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 But what that meant was we got into a situation where in the Australian economy and the US economy, 85% of the Australian economy and the US economy is in the services sector, not the manufacturing sector. So if we go through a period as we have in the last year where people were locked up at home, say, and they discover Amazons to a degree in which they haven't, and they start buying goods to a high level, of, uh, to a much higher level than they previously were, and you saw this both in Australia and the US, then that generates a huge amount of imports from, from China. And then that's, and it's the problem of, of generating that uh, volume of manufactured goods in China and shipping them uh, to the US and shipping them to Australia and, and other markets. And, that's, and that problem, the reacceleration of uh, the US economy and the Australian economy has been so rapid. As I said last year, this is, was, is not a normal, has not been a normal recession. This is like the recovery after a global natural disaster like a hurricane, uh, a massive hurricane. And so the recovery is much more rapid and demand surge is much more rapid and government spending kicks a lot faster than, no, than in normal recovery from recession. So you have this very, very rapid recovery. You have economies which are, have changed their structure towards importing manufactured goods. You get these incredible problems in supply chains in manufactured goods and that generates a much higher level of inflation both in Australia and the US. But what then happens is, as the economy slowed down to a normal pace, what you have is a resurgence in the demand, not for goods, but for services. And this is what we do. This is, this is what the people in this room do. We are in the service delivery business, uh, and 85% of the people in the Australian economy do this, 85% of the people in the US economy do this. So as the economy slows down, you move from the demand for goods to the demand for services, which is what we do, huge demand for a huge supply of services then comes into the market at a much lower price uh, to satisfy that demand. And that's why in the RBA measures of inflation, uh, the headline inflation has peaks at 3.8% already, 3.25% now, 2.25% next year, and 2.5% uh, the year after that. That doesn't mean that uh, the US has, doesn't have a worse problem than we do. Uh, because uh, their budget deficit is twice as high as ours, and that generates more domestic demand. Uh, and so uh, uh, I think that we're in a better position to keep inflation in check in Australia, because what, as what I've said many times, what I think is going to be the result of the back US budget deficit is that the Aussie dollar is going to go up relative to the US dollar, which means imports into Australia uh, will, put will put downward pressure on domestic inflation because the Australian dollar will be tracking up. And so 
our inflation won't get out of hand in the way that I think the Americans can do. Uh, and so I think uh, the American bond market is in a far more dangerous position than the Australian bond market. But we'll talk about those things another time. Thank you.